afternoon, Patriots, and today is Monday, June 19th. I guess that's Juneteenth. For those of you that really want to be into that racial celebration stuff, go right ahead. It's all on you, not on me. But anyway, today is a day like every other day where we watch the increasing stupidity and insanity of our nation unfold, and we all sit back and we sigh and we go, ugh. Here we go again. Another seven days ahead to see how crazy we can get between Monday and Sunday. And I guarantee it's going to be a big leap of stupid that we're going to walk through this week. Patriots, one thing is absolutely sure that we do not need to do is be ill-prepared for these times. We're watching a societal collapse around us. Make sure you're well-equipped. Patriots, right now, many Americans are feeling powerless. The economy isn't stable, crime continues to plague our communities, and those in charge don't seem to even care. There's something empowering about knowing that you have the skills to defend yourself, and that's why I endorse iTarget Pro. This revolutionary system allows you to dry fire practice with your actual firearm anytime in the safety and privacy of your home. No more inconvenient trips to the range, and you still have a ton of practice ammo. Just download iTarget's proprietary app, load the laser bullet into your firearm, and start your training experience. Improve muscle memory, increase reaction speed, sight alignment, trigger control, and more. iTarget Pro comes in all the major calibers, including 223, so that you can stay sharp with almost any firearm. Save 10% plus get free shipping with the offer code BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, when you go to iTargetPro.com right now. Again. 10% using your promo code BARDS plus free shipping when you go to itargetpro.com. Don't rely on the government to make you feel safe. Empower yourself with itargetpro. That's the letter I, targetpro.com, itargetpro.com. Offer code is BARDS. Well, our country is in a tyranny. Let's just be honest. It's a mess. It's horrible. And it's getting worse by the day as you can continue to see the rabbit hole of lies and corruption that just continue to unravel and unfold, which tells you something. The more that that is happening, the more these people are going to panic, the more they're going to become more tyrannical because the only thing they know what to do well, to do well, is to have fear and violence. That's it. That's the only part of their playbook that they know. So everything's going to recycle around more fear and more violence, more fear and more violence which I understand there's a new COVID variant out, which I was like, really? Oh, oh, I didn't know that. So expect to see probably 50 more of those before we get through with this because they want you to be afraid. Be afraid, my son. Be afraid. Be very, very afraid of the little boogeyman virus that will slip into your bed at night, crawl up your nose, go into your brain, and set in a, to create a brain tumor and cause sudden death syndrome. SID. Or it's SDI. That's actually a thing now. I didn't even realize it. Like people are like, "Okay, cool. I'm, I'm I've got uh, friends that are dying of sudden death syndrome." It's like, oh, I mean, I don't know how we get here. I've talked about this so often. We are dealing truly with a, a brain problem. This thing actually did some damage to people's brains. But what can I say? But in other news. In the more optimistic view of the future under the World Economic Forum's Greatness for Humanity program, the Irish Green Party followed many on the left around the world, including our own Democrat Party. I want to just hear this unison of voices. Ah, 
this week and came out for censorship and speech controls. That's right. Like Obama wanted to use biometric scans to ensure that only the right people speak online. Indeed, the party went full Orwellian as its chairman, Pauline O'Reilly, called for restricting freedom in order to protect it. I think that's such a good idea. I think we should restrict everybody's freedom in order to protect it. We're going to have you shackled to your home. You cannot go grocery shopping anymore. You can't speak to your neighbor. You need to swipe your card to decide whether you can even go out of your home. We're going to do this because we need to protect you. We want to make you safe. We don't want you to get infected with something. We don't want you to become subject to a random shooter event. So please, please stay in your home. Lock yourself in and wait for the phone call that will tell you that it's okay to go walking into the world. This is the world they're wanting in. This is this is literally right out of George Orwell's 1984, which was not a fiction, by the way. That was actually the playbook that was revealed, and hence the reason they spent so much time trying to dispute it or dif- dif- disparage it, because they didn't want people to understand that what was actually written was the real event that they were trying to create, which we are here now. Thought police are everywhere. And the worst part about it is there's a generation of retards out here. And yes, Gen Z, some of you Gen Z, I'm speaking to you because you've all had public school lobotomies. You think that LGBTQ is a good thing. You think that cutting off your weenie and your balls is normal because gender is a choice and you'll defend it. And you are in this mindset that somehow having your, your censorship out there is an important thing to keeping world stabilized. Your other side of Gen Z that's out here marching for Jesus, God bless you. We're with you. Come join us. Have a party with us. The rest of you, the millennials and Gen Z that are on the other side, what can I say? There, we'll pray for you. Patriots, it's 11 minutes after the hour. Time for us to pray. Father God, we're come here today just very humbled, and we're going to begin with a prayer for our nation, a prayer of mercy. We're facing a very critical time in which we need to have more people come to their knees and repent. And Father, this is a time and place in a nation that is so deeply corrupted. We are corrupted by generations of misguided thinking and policies, all intended to subjugate, divide, conquer, rape, steal, destroy, all by the hands of the father of lies. Our founding fathers truly established a noble fight in this hour as we're reminded of what they had given us. And one of those most critical things they gave us, Father, was the right and duty to overthrow such forms of government as we have right now. And it's difficult to imagine that we are at a point like this and willfully have enslaved ourselves. And yet it becomes pretty evident that our founding fathers were well aware of human nature to willfully accept the bonds of enslavement and not do the right thing. Father, forgive us as a nation. Forgive us deeply as a nation, for we have wandered away and continue with so many that wander in the desert, willfully blind to what stands before them, willfully ignorant to the issues and pressing of our day, and willfully disobedient to you. So many people have accepted the narrative that the Bible is fiction. It's just yet another story, no different than the stories of the old Sumerians and the old ancient cultures that were written by the fallen. They're trying to humanize in the sense of Jesus and de- degender him in the new versions of the Bible. And they're waging a war on Scripture in such a massive way to try to persuade so many of these in this hour to walk away from the narrow path. 
Father, we pray this that those voices that are trying to lead people astray are bound, and their, their tongues are, are bound, and that their words are no longer able to have any effect on people's hearts. The authority is given to us by Jesus, Father. We are literally praying over this nation and over this world to break those sort of shackles that are binding people to the narratives of lies, to rip those shackles to pieces and to free their minds to, so they can make a choice based on a balanced scale, a choice based on the truth of what sits before them, that of the living God or that of the father of lies. And it's we know very well that this is a discussion that the father of lies does not want to have. He knows what he's up against. And he knows that his only chance is to try to rape, steal, deceive, destroy in the mind. So, Father, we bind Satan in his effects. And we declare these authorities with the authorities given to us by Jesus himself, that we have the right to bind those words and bind those effects and prevent him from having any more effect on this world. And so we... uh, We pray into this, Father, establishing not only a hedge of protection, but breaking the effects of his his power and his tongue to remove the impact of the whispers and to begin the process of setting people free. This is the Exodus, Father, the Exodus 2.0. We're truly letting the minds separate from the bindings that have been put upon them by the demonic and by Satan's hand to shear them and to separate them and now leave people to start opening their eyes and seeing what the world is like, to give them eyes to see, Father. As we pray into this, Father, we just pray for this great shaking to happen where suddenly and very abruptly the influences of the media no longer have any impact. It suddenly it becomes almost a sour taste, an impossible thing to digest, that people step away from it willfully, desiringly to get a breath of fresh air because it becomes so smothering. It becomes stale. Just and becomes like a foul odor in the room. That they're repulsed by the things that are, are full of lies and they're drawn to the truth in such a magnificent way. Their hearts are open for the truth. The shells that are put around their heart are fractured and broken. That their eyes and the scales there are ripped aside. And the ears that are plugged with these ven- venomous thoughts are cleared. And what they hear then is the truth. When the father of lies speaks his lies, they hear what is really the motive. And when people speak the truth from the heart, they're drawn to it. This is our prayer today, Father, for this world. A prayer to have a great shakening, a great awakening. At the end of the day, everyone has free will. And that's something we honor and respect. It's the gift you gave to each of us. And thank you, Father. And thank you for all that you continue to shower upon us. Thank you for the glory and beauty that you give us in each and every day. May we constantly seek the gloriful things that you do in our lives rather than burying ourselves in the perception of negative. And with that, may there be a great shaking, Father, to rupture the chains of negativity. People are so deeply programmed to believe, I can't, I'm unworthy, it's not possible. Let that limitation be stripped from them. And when they bump into that, let, them, let people taste the sourness and the bitterness of what those words really mean. They are not of heaven. Those words are of the, of the father of lies. And so let them taste truly the true foulness of what those words represent. When people hesitate and doubt whether it's your voice, 
Let us find the strength in Scripture and the melody that those words bring, and let us hear your words for what they're intended to be. And when the Father of lies speak, let us be let it be just like pouring a toxic acid on our brains and our on our taste buds and our in our chest. We bind his words to those sort of acrid experiences so that the father of lies cannot speak with smoothness and gentleness, but rather with harshness, brutality, pain, agony. All those things that we don't want to feel suddenly become visceral and real every time anybody representing the father of lies speaks. And let this shake apart the narratives that are holding people and binding them. Let this be a shaking moment where people's eyes begin to awaken, with, even with some measure of panic, but let us as the remnant be there to pray with them, to guide them, to introduce them, and let the heart of each person that knows the way turn their eyes towards Jesus and seek the comfort and the glory of, of the love of heaven. Father, this is such an important time for this great shaking, and we pray for the great shaking of this nation and the world. We pray there with the authorities given to us, we pray there, always saying, if it is your will. But Father, this is part of our stewardship. And as we make this plea, we ask that you'll hear our hearts now, that we need to shake this world tremendously and to take away the tools of the enemy, to decisively strike the enemy where it works the most, which is in its assault on thought that ultimately corrupts the heart. Let that cease as of this hour. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Waging war, always waging war. We have to. It's important that we do that because without that, we're not going to have victory as we need to. Patriots, one thing is, is very clear. One war you need to wage is sleep. Get a good night's sleep and get your latest MyPillow 2.0. You will not be disappointed. Looks like you've been sleeping well. Megan! He's back, the my pillow guy. And you're looking good. I'm still feeling good. Well, just when you thought it couldn't get any better, we've got the best pillow ever, my pillow 2.0. When I invented my pillow, it had everything you'd ever want in a pillow. Well, now there's new technology that makes it even better. My pillow 2.0 has my patented fill combined with a cooling fabric with temperature regulating thread. My pillow 2.0 is truly the next generation of my pillow. The best sleep just got even better. Whether you have a MyPillow or not, you need to get the brand new MyPillow 2.0. Call or go to MyPillow.com now. Use your promo code, and for a limited time when you buy one, you'll get a second one absolutely free. You're sleeping even better. And cooler, too. And you're looking good. Feeling good. I knew you would. Visit MyPillow.com. Yeah, and use that promo code BARDS, B-A-R-D-S. You will not be disappointed at all, ever. It's good product. It makes you sleep better. That's what's the most important thing. Well, Patriots, there's, like I said, there continues to be craziness in the news. And today, for those of you that are so interested, it is supposed to be Juneteenth, which is, I'm going to talk about that tonight in a completely different vein. This is really just a day of celebrating victimhood, unfortunately. And I'm sure somebody will get triggered over that, which would mean we're being successful and over target. But we, we are in a time right now when the groomers are out in force. We have the main influence areas in the, in the country, like Disney, continuing to push their themes of non-binary and woke themes, even though they're bombing at the studio box office, which is wonderful. It's good to know. And we, the people, need to continue to keep on the press and the charge 
to continue with these boycotts and reject their products. I don't think people understand enough how important our actions are. We are truly in a moment where what we choose makes a difference, and we vote with our dollars. So choose wisely. Choose whom you shall serve. Be very cognizant of who's backing what. And increasingly, you're seeing the number of corporations that are backing this woke nonsense. These people are a minority. Almost every one of them is a pedophile or a groomer, regardless of what they want to tell you. You're going to have a few out there who are going to claim that that's unfair because they were born one way or another. And I, what I hate to tell them is you weren't born gay and you weren't born lesbian. God made you perfect. He didn't make you a freak. But you may have been victimized over your early life from anything from chemicals in the water to plastics and BPH and, and hormone injections of, or hormone influence of high levels. And you are likely subject to a demonic attack. So we'll, we're glad to pray for you. And we're glad to help you shake out demons. But be prepared. Because if you're willing to take the step into the love of Christ, you're going to discover something. That your life is going to be truly remade and reformed in a beautiful way. And that's exactly what we're here to do is to help lead you to that way. For those out here that are celebrating today's Juneteenth day, the date of division, the day, the day of uh, racial hate, shame on you. Truly shame on you. If you think by color or by race that somehow God has made you better or, or different, not true. God has given us each a path to follow. And all of us are, in the end of the day, the challenges of this world, since we are behind enemy lines, we need to be overcomers and to find ways to come together, not celebrate somebody's betterness because of a race or color. If you're going to have a Juneteenth day, then you need to buckle up and we need to have a white privilege day, because if that's what you say we have, then I'm going to celebrate it fully. But I don't believe in it. And so this nonsense that we're going through right now is, is just that. It's nonsense. It's corporate division. It's another part of divide and conquer. And for those of you buying into it, like the banks that decided to close today, couldn't figure out why my bank was closed today. And then I was reminded that it's like, oh, it's Juneteenth today. I was like, oh, what is that? Because when you say something like that, you know, I'm like, hmm, like, am I, am I supposed to like do something? Which I'm not going to do anything. So we need to get over this and we need to start growing up as people. Because if you notice what has happened here, and it's all by design, as they have increased and allowed, they've, re, they've pulled back the authorities of the police, they've defunded police, they've increased the, the, the authorities of the criminal on the street. And unfortunately, due to a very strategic war that has been waged over the last 30 or 40 years, the black family has been destroyed. And the highest level of crime is coming from the black sector. I hate to say it, folks, but this is true. And so youth that are wandering without fathers, that was by design, fathers in the black community that have become reckless and irresponsible, many of them in jail, some of them in jail unjustly. Nonetheless, the family of the black, the black family has been broken. So you celebrate Juneteenth on your great heritage and ask yourself what that heritage is. It was a heritage of sucking in to the great promises of the great, gener the great society image, which turned you into a welfare subservient culture, broke you. And in the process, they baited you. And now they're baiting you again as they witness, as we witness an increase in black crime across this nation. And we are sitting here as a nation not doing anything because our governments are turning and encouraging the crime to occur, what you're asking us to do as a nation is to celebrate crime of the black culture. I hate to tell you this, 
but it's going to backfire because there's a point of a swing that comes that they are engineering. And that's why we all, I don't care what color you are, that stand with Christ, need to be extending our hand and reminding you that we are one body because the intent is to swing this pendulum so that a, the entire mass of society turns its hatred towards a minority group of criminals in the black culture so that then we can start, we will willingly as a culture, sadly, because the culture will do this, start marching on this big fanfare of justice, which will be brutal, harsh, and ultimately cause more destruction to the black culture. That's the whole idea here. In other words, we are living through a period where they are trying to set up the eradication of black America. Black America, wake up. Seriously, wake the hell up. This is so ridiculous. So this is, this is the, the part of where we have to start waking up and speaking truth. And it's not popular truth, but we have to speak it. And it's, I'm, I'm sure someone will be like, well, that's racist. And it's like, whatever. It's not racist. I, I, I don't see race by color only until you throw it in my face. And then all you're doing is you're the one who speaks with race and color in terms of division. And that's the challenge we have with this new generation. This new generation is growing up in these environments. There is a generation in the World War II that Hemingway was part of, John Dos Passos, another great writer, and others, okay? These people were part of what were called the lost generation. We don't need another one of those. And unfortunately, we're seeing it witnessed right before us. So whatever you do, continue to pray for the, for the healing of this time for the casting out of those influences around our children and our youth to start praying for the rise of strong men in our culture. It's, it's necessary. We need strong men and we need to have them step in and create leadership examples for the youth that aren't driven towards drug, rap music, or sports. It's just what has to happen. Sports has been deeply corrupted. Everything that we would look towards to be idols or symbols for youth to be strong in, they are destroying by design. This is how they work. Rape, pillage, steal, deceive, and the end of, end of the day, kill. And we can't have that anymore. We have to stand up as a culture together, one body of Christ. That's the unifier. And trust me, if Navajo Nation can extend out a hands of peace to what we had at Glad Tidings, there isn't a culture out here that can't do the same. Follow the Navajo. That was bold and courageous. Thank you, Vice President Myron Lizer and his beautiful wife, Dottie, for such a courageous act. It was wonderful. Okay, Patriots. Tonight, we have another good show, obviously. Tomorrow night, we're going to have the Resistance chick on, Chicks on. That is a fire and brimstone show. We lit it off today, an hour and a half of just amazing discussion. And we're going to get into both the responsibilities of men and women, which was the perfect show to do it with because I can't speak to the, some of the things they can, but we did it, and it was a great recording today. It will be on tomorrow night, so look forward to that. And Bart's Fest planning is continued. You'll get a the dates on that are going to be September 20th to 23rd in Fredonia, Kansas. All those details will be coming out soon, and tickets will go on sale hopefully in about 10 days. But we're getting planning is moving along rapidly, so we have well in advance of what we need and it's going to be an amazing festival. And remember, each one of the Bards Fest going forward is planting the flag. This is the mission of Paul. We are planting the flag of kingdom strongholds. Patriots, keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God always wins. 
but we are here in this time and this place for just such a time as this. We are at war, so walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land, expand the kingdom, subdue the enemy. Mission forward. Patriots, I'll see you tonight for Bards FM. Until then or until the next time, God bless and out for now. We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable, that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made, therefore they can be solved by man, and man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable, and we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs, and hardships, as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer, to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who moved forward and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy, the faith, the devotion, which we bring to this endeavor will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples, it has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line.
This is war. We fight. We push. We climb. We never give in. We become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist. We pray. We stand. We live by the words, in God we trust. We fear nothing. We are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath.